Hello and welcome to The Green Zone, our talk show that focuses on all things GBN sports in the current season. I'm your host, Eli Middleman, alongside Carson Schimmel. That's right, Eli. Great to be here with you today to go over what's going on in GBN sports. This past weekend, the girls' tennis team was able to come out on top in the sectionals. The Spartans football team was also able to come away with a big win against Evanston on the road Friday. We'll talk more about tennis soon, as well as boys and girls cross country, girls swim and dive, and girls volleyball. And at the end of the show, we will highlight some big upcoming games and matches for our GVN teams with our Eye in the Spartan Schedule segment. And we're also going to announce our Green Star athletes for this week. So, Carson, you're our girls tennis beat reporter. Let's start it talking off about the girls tennis team. I know they just had a really big win at sectionals this past weekend. So tell us a little more about how conference and how sectionals went. So they're able to win conference the weekend before, and going back-to-back like that, just two amazing matches in a row, is just absolutely amazing going into state. And it's super impressive this year. that We had four qualifiers for state. The ones doubles team of Julie and Camille qualified, and were actually the sectional champs, along with uh, Caitlin Wu and Rina Matsunaga qualifying for state uh, in singles, so it'll be exciting to see how they do. Yeah, and looking forward to state, and as the postseason goes on, what is the preparation looking like? So not everybody is uh, going to the courts after school every day at this point because not everybody is still in season, but I'm sure there will be a ton of support for the girls that are playing uh, in this upcoming weekend. And in terms of the practices, they're trying to keep them a little lighter to make sure that everybody stays fresh for the postseason. Yeah, and who are the players, would you say, that are morally leading the team throughout the postseason? I would say Rina Matanaga is a great leader for the team. She is a senior with a lot of experience on varsity, so she does a really great job just like bringing up the morale and making the girls really excited and ready to play. Yeah, and you mentioned Rena; she has a lot of experience, but other players, have any of them had a lot of experience in big games? Uh, yeah, so this is actually Camille and Julie were on varsity as sophomores last year, so they have a good amount of experience in important games, along with the other qualifier, Caitlin Wu, who's a senior, has had three years of varsity experience, so she is also going to be very prepared for this state run. All right, that sounds pretty good. Exciting stuff we have coming up. We're going to go to commercial now. When we get back, we're going to talk about our boys and girls cross-country teams. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party. You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to the Green Zone. Eli, let's hear about how the cross-country team has been doing lately. Yeah, Carson. So this past Saturday, uh, the boys and girls cross-country teams had their conference meet at Vernon Hills. Now, the conditions at this race were probably like the worst conditions I've ever seen at a cross-country race. It was Excuse me. It was very rainy. It was grass was very wet, but it was also like super muddy, which slowed made the course very slow and very slippery. So a lot of slower times than you'd have expected from runners because of that. I know a lot of people's shoes and socks were literally like black after the race just because of how muddy it was. So the teams overall, some people struggled, some did well, but I'd say it wasn't as much of a concern for the team. They're more looking forward to regionals, which is this upcoming Saturday. And speaking of regionals, that is this Saturday, like I mentioned, at Loyola Academy at their Munns campus. It's the uh, boys' varsity race and the girls' varsity race. So basically there's 12 teams at that, and six teams qualify. Um, Athletic.net does project that both the boys' and girls' cross-country teams qualify, but it's definitely going to be close. So we're going we're gonna to have to see um, what they do. So assuming that that does happen, uh, looking at regionals, what runners should we expect to be at the top for the Spartans? Yeah, so I t- each team has a superstar runner. For the boys, that senior, John Erke, I'm sure he'll make it as an individual uh, to um, sectionals and probably state. And same with Maria Polyakov, the girls' star runner. She's a junior, so both of them can make really deep runs into this season. And I expect uh, both of them to qualify um, and for the boys team, it's looking like they have a good chance um, of making it to the sectionals meet for the girls. It's also looking like they have a chance at doing it, but either way, it's going to be close for both teams. Some runners are going to have to have really good performances, though, to uh, put them over the top and land them in that top six. It's good to hear, Eli. Let's, we'll be coming back after this commercial with a segment on Girls Swim and Dive. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the WASPs. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Let's get back to the show with an update from Ryan Elliott on Girls Swim and Dive. Ryan, where does the team currently sit in the standings? They're currently 2-1 and one in the conference, and they're tied with second with Evanston right now. Um, however, the team is sitting in fourth place. They have two easy opponents to finish the season and two tough opponents. So um, Evanston will likely pass, and there will be a few other teams that will pass them. So um, Coach Schroeder was telling me that he believes that they'll finish fourth in the CSL South, which clearly isn't bad. Uh, earlier in the season, he was, I was talking to him, and he said anything in the upper half, middle, is going to be 
a win for them. So that's huge. Okay, and uh, how did their senior night meet go against rival GBS last week? It went really well. They had a lot of first-place finishers, and a, a lot of the seniors actually stepped up. Uh, Rachel Kravstov, she finished first. Uh, Kelsey Motherway finished first, and she had a second-place finish. Sienna Wilson finished first and a second-place finish. Uh, overall, though, they won the meet by a big margin and a lot of confidence. But um, unfortunately, they did lose to Maine South. It was close, but they lost um, on Friday of last week. So, But they're looking to bounce back this week. Okay, what are some upcoming matches, and what are the expected results for these matches? So they play New Trier in their final home meet this Friday. Uh, it'll be a competitive game. Um, it could go either way. New Trier is obviously always very good. Um, so everyone must be on their A game for both teams. It, it, will be, it will be hard fought. It just depends who comes out and fights harder and wants it more. And then who have been the biggest contributors for the girls so far this year? So... To no surprise, a lot of their seniors have been their biggest contributors, um, specifically Lewis Klinger, Kelsey Motherway, and Rachel Kravsov have been their seniors, and they have a sophomore, Sienna Wilson, who's one of their best. Um, when they're at their best, uh, they're like the Spartans are almost unbeatable. But their one problem is that they have a lot of they have a lot of young swimmers on the team, a lot of sophomores, a couple juniors. So they have faced some inexperienced problems, and that's kind of where they lose the matches. The reason why they lost the Maine-South match, you know, they lost by a small margin. It was a really close match, but it was just the inexperience there. A couple of the younger girls just couldn't swim fast enough for them to be able to win. Thanks for the insight, Ryan. When we get back, we'll hear from Aaron Marks about how girls' volleyball is doing. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. All right, we are back with girls volleyball beat reporter Aaron Marks. So, Aaron, up to this point, how has the season played out for the Spartans? Well, this season for the Spartans has definitely featured a lot of ups and downs. They've been a very streaky team. They started off to, with a 2 0 record. Since then, they had lost roughly seven of their last eight really putting them in a tough spot to start the season. And then they had their fair of winning streaks with a three-game win streak against Hersey, Highland Park, and Lake Zurich. Since then, they've lost 10 of their last 14, but hopefully tonight they're playing Maine South. They're looking for a win to see if that can spark that streaky team they've seen thus far. And they're currently sitting at 2-7 and seven in the CSL South, and their last game is versus Maine South tonight. Yeah, and looking at that Maine-South game tonight, what's something we should be, be looking out for tonight? 
Um, obviously, one to look for is the seniors tonight as it is senior night and the offense will be run through much of Brianna Owen and I would expect Vanessa Stashelik because they are some big players on this team. They've played a large role throughout the season and as those two are seniors, their playing time will probably stay the same, if not go up a little bit more, but expect those two to play a huge role. And just one thing to note, the Spartans lost a close matchup to this Maine South Hawks team 2-1 to one on the road back in September. And, yeah, that, that's gonna, definitely going to make it interesting tonight. And as the regular season is coming to a conclusion, what would you say has been the most exciting moment for the Spartans so far this year? Well, the Spartans have had a lot of good moments throughout the season. I'd say the most exciting one was for sure their match versus Evanston on September 13th. Really, that game showed who this team can truly be. They had lost game one by seven or so points, and then they won game two pretty easily, came back. And in the third, that was that was where you saw the true fight that this Spartan team had. They were down 18-24 to 24 in the third set. Courtney Owen went on a eight-point serving streak and to close out the game and win it for the Spartans and extended their winning streak to four that they had going on back in early September. Yeah, and looking ahead to the IHSA state playoffs, what are your thoughts on their upcoming playoff matchup against Layden? Well, this matchup should be a very interesting one. It's going to be a tough game, but it's one that the Spartans know and feel like they should win. The eight-seeded Spartans are going to be facing the ten-seeded Layden Hawks in the GBS section. In the GBS section, so far throughout the season, they have both have had losing records so far, and they only share one common opponent, which is South Elgin. In that match, the Spartans took it 2 nothing while Layden had lost 2 nothing. But those teams should be very similar in the way they play, and it should be a pretty good game. All right, thank you so much, Aaron. We're going to head to commercial, and then when we get back, we're going to go to our Eye on the Spartan Schedule segment. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Okay, time to look at the upcoming Spartan schedule with two big upcoming games to highlight. Yeah, so we have two big upcoming games tonight. So it's going to start off with the boys' soccer game. It's the regional semifinals against Libertyville. And then an hour after that, the soccer game's at 5. The volleyball game is tonight at 6, where the girls' volleyball team will take on Maine South. It's going to be a really fun matchup. And it's senior night. And then looking ahead of Friday night, it is the classic North-South football matchup. The Titans are coming into town to face off against the Spartans. It's going to be really exciting. And if you can't make it, do not fear. This game is being simulcasted on GBN TV Sports as well as GBN Radio. There's going to be a ton of former Spartans alumni there. 
So that's going to be a fun one. In terms of other sports to check out, the boys and girls cross-country teams will be having their regional meets this Saturday at Loyola Munns campus, and the girls' tennis state matchup is happening starting tomorrow throughout the weekend, and four Spartans will be competing in that one. All right, now let's announce this week's Green Stars. Carson, take it away. So for girls' tennis, the Green Star of the Week goes to Rina Matsunaga. For girls' swimming, it goes to Lois Klinger. For girls' volleyball, it goes to Courtney Owen. For boys' golf, it goes to Jordan Cohen. And for girls' golf, Martha Kawahara. And then for boys' soccer, we got Alex Ferentz. For football, we have Jack Fieldman. For boys' cross-country, it's Matthew Rubin. And for girls' cross-country, it's Peyton Walker. And that is going to be all the time we have on this week's uh, Green Zone podcast. Thank you to all of our GBN TV sports reporters for their help today. Next week, the show will be hosted by boys golf beat reporter Will Leverance and girls golf beat reporter Bridget Ballerini. We'll also have uh, our beat reporters from football and boys soccer on the show. Thanks to Carson for hosting with me, and we'll see you next time on the Green Zone.